Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. I'm Zach. And I'm Darcy. We're an LDS couple who struggled with unwanted pornography in our marriage for many years. What was once our greatest struggle and something we thought would destroy us has become our greatest blessing and triumph. Our hope is that as you listen to our podcast each week, you'll be filled with hope and healing and realize that you too can thrive beyond pornography and create the marriage you have always desired. Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography. We're so glad you're here and we believe in you. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. And I I love I love doing these podcasts, partly because I get to give you guys some really awesome stuff. But I, I really loved just talking about this this conversation about pornography and how to help people make their lives better. To me, this is this is honestly fun and I love doing it. You know, you can invite Darcy and I to your stake or to your ward or wherever, to your young women's, young men's. We will have a better conversation about pornography and agency and faith and the atonement than you have ever heard on this subject. That's our favorite thing to do. So if you need that, just let me know. I'm, email me, Zach at ZachSpafford.com. I would love, we would love to come out and help you guys out. Today, I want to talk about how porn often equals a pleasure over pain equation. And I'm going to introduce you to a new phrase. I've probably used it, but it's it's experiential avoidance and emotional debt. And I, I want to start with a question. Are you someone who likes being in debt? And if the answer to that question is no, then you'll you'll like the rest of this conversation on porn. And I think we all have this sense that we don't want to be in debt for anyone, <laughs> to anyone, for any real reason. You know, I think it's kind of better to just pay up front than over time. But for many of us, there have been times when we've, you know, we've pulled out our credit card so we can make a purchase, whether it's because we need something like car repairs or a furnace replacement or because we want it, like a, you know, a 65-inch flat screen TV. I, I would love a 65-inch flat screen TV. <laughs> uh, credit card debt can be kind of tough to unwind because of its high interest rates and the ease of use, right? So it's just like, oh, yeah, I'll just swipe the card. No big deal. I'll think about paying it later. If we think about emotions as a currency that keeps us unbalanced, you might start to be able to see how you have become an emotional debtor when choosing pornography. It's just like, well, I'll just pull this out. I'll, I'll feel good right now, and I'll deal with the consequences later. For example, I used to use porn when I felt lonely, like on business trips or when the family would be out of town. And instead of going through my lonely feelings and just dealing with them directly, addressing them directly, and then creating connection with myself or others to flex that muscle, that muscle of, oh, this is loneliness. I'm going to learn how to be really good at loneliness. I would often retreat to feeling good and getting aroused by porn. I would choose porn, right? Thinking about emotions as currency, you know, say each emotion is like a dollar, then each time I choose porn to avoid loneliness, I have loneliness as a single dollar and I have arousal as a single dollar, right? So they seem to like balance each, each other out. That'd be fine, right? If that's where the exchange ended. I, 
I trade my loneliness for arousal, and it's break-even, and everything balances out, and uh, it's all fine. We're all happy. But for most of us, that's not actually how it works. After the arousal fades, what happens? I mean, you're probably sitting there. You're going, yeah, I, I didn't stop feeling lonely. The loneliness is still there. I just kind of avoided it for a little while. And then we haven't dealt with that properly. And then along with that loneliness, we add guilt, shame, frustration, disappointment. So essentially, each time I create arousal to avoid loneliness by choosing porn, I create four new emotions with that. But those are negative emotions, and they don't feel good, and I don't want to deal with those either. And also, they're future emotions, right? They're things out in the future that I don't have to think about right now. I'll deal with them when they come back, when they come up, you know, their interest, their the cost of doing business, whatever it is, on that good arousal feeling. Because instead of paying them back like money at some point, I have to face them. And if I don't ever learn how to face them, they compound. And I feel worse and worse and worse over time. This whole idea is what experiential avoidance or buffering breaks down to. Using an artificial boost to your emotional state in order to negate the unwanted emotions in the moment at the cost of your future emotional state. So to go back to thinking of emotions as dollars, I often ask myself, all right, man, so if I offer you a shiny, brand new, $1, mint condition coin, no blemishes, would you give me your five dirtiest, oldest, most wrinkled $1 bills? <laughs> and if anybody's willing to take that deal, I will, um, I will, you just send me an email, I will send you all the $1 that you can find all your dirtiest $5 bills for right? No one takes that deal because a dollar is a dollar. By the same token, an emotion is an emotion. And if we don't get good at dealing with the unwanted, difficult ones, we find ourselves compounding our negative emotions. So if we took it as a math equation and every day we traded $1 for five, you know, for, for a year, we would receive 365 good feeling emotions at the cost of 1,825 negative emotions. Year after year, that would put you in quite a hole, right? And each of us has discomfort that we deal with regularly. Nobody, is, nobody can actually avoid it. And we've talked about this before on the podcast and, and in private sessions. I talk about this a lot where, you know, life's 50-50, you know, 2 Nephi 225. Men are that they might have joy, in, right? And so we think, oh, I'm supposed to be happy all the time, but... 13 verses earlier, Lehi's like, uh, opposition in all things. So if we are in such a state that we are to have joy, we have to be good at feeling bad about half the time. So, you know, pain comes in lots of different forms, some more painful in a moment than others. You know, there's physical pains like going to the dentist. There's emotional pain like loneliness. The thing is that when we avoid painful things in search of short-term happiness and pleasure, we're usually setting ourselves up for long-term pain that is worse and more damaging than the pain that we're avoiding. Perfect example of this happened to me last month in, in March. I, I was flossing my teeth. I'm a, uh, I floss. <laughs> I'm that guy when you go to the dentist and the dentist's like, how many times do you floss? And I'm like, once or twice. And they're like, uh, once or twice a week, once or twice a month. No, no, no. Once or twice a day. I'm that guy. I like, I think flossing is important. I'll tell you about that in a minute. I'll tell you why that is in a minute, but, um, you know, a chunk of my back right tooth comes off if, as I'm flossing. And immediately I thought, 
oh, great, how much is this going to cost me? You know, uh, being an entrepreneur, I pay my own dental bills, and you can see my dilemma, right? It's like, well, do I just ignore this and put it off, don't deal with the cost of fixing the tooth right now, and keep my what turned out to be $152, right? It wasn't very expensive. Or pay for it right now and get into that dentist. And I, you know, as I, I worked as a dental assistant, so... Uh, my family dentist, when I was a kid, gave me a job and I loved it. You know, I loved, I thought I would be a dentist in my professional life before I went through organic chemistry in college <laughs> and I didn't succeed at it. Having, you know, worked in a dental office, this is why I floss a lot. I've seen firsthand what happens when someone neglects dental work and anything, you know, it's, it's like this just broad, schematic, right? It's anything from needing what's what's called um, oh, root planing and scaling, which is basically where they take a jackhammer to your teeth with, you know, it's a sonic wave jackhammer, you know, and they do all kinds of just beating up on your teeth for a little while to pulling every tooth out because not a single tooth had enough integrity to stay in the mouth without the possibility of getting infected. And I honestly thought as, as I was flossing, as I pulled this tooth out, as I pulled out this, like, thing, I, I thought it was a piece of tooth, I was going to need a crown. You know, taking care of my teeth is important to me. The idea of losing a tooth because of neglect is not on my list of awesomeness. So facing the bill now also means that I don't have to face it later when it might be more expensive and have implications for my other teeth. Or, you know, and you probably have seen people like this right? Like they just don't take care of their teeth. They don't brush. They don't go through the difficulty of getting a good habit. And all of a sudden they got to have all their teeth pulled. You know, a lot of what we do in life is a trade-off and I work, I, you know, I work out knowing that a little bit of pain right now is going to help me get stronger in the long run, keep my metabolism up and help me feel good. We get shots knowing that the vaccines, steroids, and painkillers that hurt going in are going to help us avoid worse feelings, maybe even excruciating pain in the long run. You know, every week I take a testosterone shot. I do not like the idea of stabbing myself with a needle. It does not, it's not fun. It's not in, entertaining to me, but I do like what happens when I take that shot. I like, I like shooting myself with that needle better than what happens if I'm, you know, not at the right level of testosterone, right? When it comes to pornography use and the struggle that you have in your life and you've been dealing with for the years that you've been dealing with it, ask yourself, am I willing to take a shot now in order to avoid an even more painful future? What's the value of that to you? What's the cost of continued therapy sessions for you and your spouse before finally resolving this? You know, what's the cost of all the time that you've spent doing something that's tearing at your self-confidence? What's the cost of sleeping in your car? Maybe because your spouse was like, you know what, you need to leave. What's the cost of the hurt you're putting into your relationship? And by the way, these are real scenarios. I'm not like making any of these up. These are things that I'm dealing with with my clients on a regular basis. You know, what's the cost of the hurt you're putting into your relationship and the trust that you're breaking because of pornography use? What's the cost of divorce? What's the cost of living separate lives? Just like dental work, working on ourselves is something that if you don't get in as early as you can, the cavities in your in your capacities to deal with emotions, they fester and they get bad and they, you know, they, maybe they get infected, right? You become less and less capable. And the emotional pain that you feel when you're frustrated, stressed, lonely, or even just bored 
are all types of immediate pain that if we choose to ignore it, we're creating a long-term pain that will eventually become pretty unignorable. And some of you, you know, you're sitting there, you're like, yeah, it's pretty unignorable right now. Well, what are you doing about it? Well, when I was deep in my pornography use, you know, there was this huge gap between how I felt and how I wanted to feel. And I struggled so much to feel loved, you know, wanted and worthy that I would probably done anything to get those emotions in my life. But like so many of us, I just, I just didn't know how. I didn't know what to do next. And I thought that was the, that, you know, when I was lonely, that no one wanted me. What I didn't realize is that my thoughts were a huge component of this loneliness and dealing with those made a huge difference. The problem is that without a coach, it's really hard to see our thoughts you know, and how they're keeping us from dealing with our pain in the present and taking us off into momentary pleasures of pornography use or social media zone outs or video games or overeating. And once we go through those and we you know, pleasure ourselves, we make ourselves feel good in the moment, then when we come back to ourselves, we still don't feel wanted, loved, or worthy. In fact, you know, I know for me, I felt less of each of those things and I think we all feel worse for having done something that we might have up to this point said, well, I'll never do that again, right? When I think about pornography, I can't tell you how many times I said, I'll never do that again. And then what ends up happening? You end up choosing it again because you don't know how to deal with the unwanted emotions and the unpleasant emotions in your life. One of the key skills that I use to help people deal with their emotions as they come up is mindfulness. And this is a skill that I think so many of us men have been conditioned to ignore because we, you know, we've been taught that our feelings don't matter. Being aware of your feelings and allowing yourself to feel uncomfortable is a skill that we don't cultivate for the, for the large measure. We just don't cultivate this in the culture that we live in, this Western culture. You know, you've got to be a tough guy. Unfortunately, that this skill of understanding our feelings, dealing with them directly, that's the very thing that is going to solve this. And if we don't do that, that's going to handicap us when we're working through our pornography use habits. We think we can push it down or fight it off and keep it at bay, and that's just not possible. We have to be able to, to look it in the eye. I can tell you from personal experience, when we choose to avoid the meaningful experience of our feelings... We're creating a long-term effect that's so much more harmful to ourselves and to the relationships that we're in. So the old adage, no pain, no gain, you probably heard that. There's a, there's a bit of truth in that. There's quite a bit of truth in that, at, at least in this particular arena. Because if you try not to feel your pain, you will never be able to grow past it and become the person that you want to be. So if you want to learn how to stop avoiding the experience of your day, right? So stop avoiding feeling bad, which seems like a bad idea. I, I know that seems, sounds silly. Like some of you are like, why would I want to feel bad on purpose? I don't think that, I don't think that anybody wants to, to feel bad on purpose. I don't know anybody who's waking up in the morning going, I want to feel like turd today. No, <laughs> nobody does that. But we are going to feel bad. That's a given. That's the reality of life. That's not something that we can actually avoid. So why not learn how to deal with feeling bad in a productive and effective way so that you can get back to feeling good faster, enjoy that good feeling longer, and really be the person that you expect yourself to be. You know, 
there's nothing wrong with arousal per se, right? Because it feels good. It's an important part of natural sexual capacity. But if we choose to engage with arousal in a way that goes against our value structure, it's going to cost us in the long run. So instead of engaging arousal in a way that costs us in the long run, we engage with the negative emotions, the difficult things that we're dealing with, and then we can go back to our spouse and our spouse, you know, can help us participate in a really amazing arousal feeling that's even way better than anything you were getting out of porn, right? And this is a really great place to kind of step off and go, yeah, I'm looking for something that's way better. I'm not going to avoid my experience anymore. I'm going to learn how to get mindful. I'm going to learn how to deal with my discomfort. And then I'm going to step into my relationship with my spouse in a more meaningful and more effective way. All right, my friends. Hey, listen, if you want to learn more about this, I've got a webinar every single Thursday these days. You can register on my website, zackspafford.com slash free call, or you can just go to zackspafford.com and click free masterclass link at the top of the page. I'll also put a link in the show notes. I love you guys. I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing. Please share this with somebody who needs it. All right, my friends, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills That Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link and... If you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.